Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, back here on the uh, big show. Glenn Ordway, Michael Holly, and uh, as he joins us each and every week, and we hope it continues on for weeks to come, the president of basketball operations for the Boston Celtics, Danny Ainge. Mr. Ainge, how are you? Good, Glenn. Mike, how are you guys today? No, we're doing What's fine. Up? You you ready for a game seven? I guess you have no other choice, right? No other choice, but game sevens are exciting. When uh, you when you left Philadelphia last night, uh, what was the most frustrating thing to you, uh, other than obviously the big thing, they lost the game, but what, what stood out to you the most from that game? Um, you know, I think that our defense of the pick and roll that they – you know, exploited on us in the fourth quarter it was pretty frustrating. I, I know our defense. I know um, how, what kind of preparation we have. Um, I know our coaching staff is prepared, and they, and I just didn't think that we executed defensively. And I thought that play really hurt us. Uh, this team has had some success since you put it all together back what five years ago. Interestingly enough, the numbers that were thrown up in the screen that have now gone deeper into the hole two. And uh, 11 now in these, you know, games that could close out a series out on the road. And yet we know the, the success that these guys have had. Why do you think that number's so bad? I, I think it's bad because, you know, I think that in a, in a couple of those situations, you know, I thought that we didn't um, meet the challenge the way that we should have. But generally speaking, it's very difficult. I mean, you're playing against the best competition in the NBA, and you're uh, playing on the road, and teams that have uh, you know are facing elimination. I always say the fourth game is by far the hardest game to win, and our guys have definitely learned that. But every team learns that. That's a that's a very difficult thing to win, unless you're a superior, a far superior team. Um, usually, those games are hard to win. Well, what, what do you think the biggest difference was between Brandon Bass in Game 5 and Game 6? Game 5, obviously, you know, career playoff high for him. Game 6, not so much. What jumped out at you? Well, you know, Brandon got a lot of – Brandon was the recipient of a lot of great passes by Rajon in Game 5, and the, and the court was spread, and, you know, he found a lot of holes and just got on a roll. I mean, that happens. And, uh, you know, they, they did a good job of paying more attention and not giving him – the easy baskets that he got in Game Five, and uh, you know if somebody if they're going to pay attention to somebody and not give him easy baskets, someone else should be open. And I just didn't think that we we got a contribution out of enough guys last night offensively. I don't think it's you know nobody expected Brandon to get you know five or six easy dunks uh, in a game on the road in Philly right now against a very good defensive team. That was. Um, a really good third quarter on our part and not such a good third quarter of Philadelphia's defensive execution in Game 5. I, I can imagine how frustrating it must have been for you watching it. Michael and I have been talking about it here for the first uh, three hours. And the spacing in, in the offense, you just talked about Brandon Bass, and I agree, I thought Philadelphia did a much better job. They said, okay, he scored 27, he's a problem, especially with the injuries they have. 
But where was the extra pass? Where was the spacing? Where was and I'm not just blaming him. You could you could look at the whole team. How were they out of sync for the entire game? I kept on saying to myself, Danny, they're going to have a six or seven or eight minute run here where they're going to get their offense together and close this thing out, and it never happened. Well, you know, they're, they're as the series has gone along. I mean, KG got off to a great start in the series, and they really haven't adjusted too much on the outside with KG. I think that he's getting some open looks uh, from the perimeter. Still, they're 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 allowing that. Not, I shouldn't say they're giving him those things, but they're allowing that to happen at the expense of preventing other things from happening on our offense. Um, and same with Brandon. They they still those guys still had open looks from the perimeter last night. I think that, you know, they've done a great job of trapping Paul and Ray, um, you know, making it very difficult in digging and trapping uh, KG on the post and trying to take his post game away more. So they've taken away some of our strengths, and, you know, you got to have other guys step up. And, um, you know, I think at one time, I'm not sure what we ended up shooting on the perimeter, but I noticed that about halfway through the fourth quarter we were – you know, nine for 42 on uh, on jump shots last night, and you know, it. You know, Doc says it all the time. It's a make and miss league. I mean, right. you've got to make shots. Yeah, but they've relied so much on the perimeter game, and most nights I would agree. Your your team is a terrific outside shooting team, but we've seen in the series when they've taken the ball to the hole, they break this Philadelphia defense down. Is that what they have to do on Saturday? Well, that's easily said. That's like saying, you know, uh, if you're the New England Patriots, you know, we got to run against the Baltimore defense. I mean, it's just not always that easy. The other team is trying to prevent what you do well, which is get to the hole. They're trying to prevent Paul Pierce from getting to the basket. They're doing all they can to prevent Rajon from getting to the basket. And, you know, they want us to shoot from the outside. And so that's what's open. And in order to open up the driving lanes, you have to make some shots. And so it's a double whammy. If you, if you can't pass, then you, you'll never be able to run. And uh, I think that that's, that's sort of what happened last night. We just, the things we wanted to do, they did a great job of defending. And, and so we did um, settle for some of the shots, no question. We, we, we would have been more patient. We could have got better looks and got to the free throw and maybe even got in the paint more. But, but they did give us some open shots, and we, just, and we normally make them. We shoot a high percentage of those shots, and we didn't last night. You played in Game 7s in your career as a player. You've been around Game 7s as an executive. Nervous going into Game 7? Uh, more excited? Do you go the other way and you say, well, I'm just going to be calm here because I don't want my emotions to get the best of me? How would you describe you know, how you feel uh, in these situations? Well, I think they're exciting. Um, you know, I think as a young player, you know, I was probably more nervous because I hadn't, hadn't experienced them. But... Um, I think they're they're just a, a great opportunity. I mean, people remember Game Sevens, and um, so this is this is important for our team to win this. Our home crowd here. Uh, it's certainly no guarantee that we win, even though the percentages are in our favor with home crowd. But our guys have to go out and play like it's the last game of the year. I remember a guy bringing a ticking heart into the locker room one night. Yeah, that was uh, the '84 champion. That was the NBA championship game against the Lakers. Seven. Yeah, I had the stethoscope out, checking the heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> seeing, you know, seeing, seeing if there were any heart rates going. 
That was very funny. So, who, it, 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 it broke. It broke the tension. I'm telling you, it was great. Anybody concern you there? Did you uh, did you check some hearts and and you found out somebody was just not up to the task? No, no. We we had in the, in '84. We had a lot of big big hearts, and and we have a lot of. One thing we know about this team is um, it won't be because of lack of heart. Um, you know, last night was not a good performance for us. I know that there's a lot of guys that didn't play up to their capabilities, but. Um, you know, Saturday's Saturday's loser uh, won't be because of lack of heart, whichever team it is. Well, you know what? I, talking to you right now, I'm sure you think you're the better team. If we were talking to Doug Collins, uh, Doug Collins would say, yeah, we're the better team, we're going to win. But do you think this series has played out the way you thought it would when you found out you're going to be playing Philadelphia? Is Did you envision this series happening? I, I knew it would be a tough tougher series than people thought. I mean, I, I think that we've had some good stretches and they've had some good stretches, but I knew it would be a challenge. Philadelphia gave us trouble in the regular season, and Philadelphia, you know, beat a good Chicago team, even though Chicago was minus their two best players in the in the in the last part of that series with Noah going down. But um, I thought it would be a tough series. I, I thought that earlier in the series, I, I really believed that we would win last night. Um, but we didn't, and you know I believe that we're going to win Saturday, and I think our team, if we can, if we play our game. Now I, I have a great deal of respect for Doug Collins and, and that whole team. Uh, I it's a it's a game we could lose, and uh, I hope our guys feel that that uh, that that they have to that take anything for granted and really respect. And Philadelphia has definitely earned our respect. Are the reports out there accurate that Avery Bradley is done for the playoffs? You know, we'll, we'll probably find out more um, here in the next few hours, but it's looking that way. Yeah, I think so. The reports are accurate. At least the reports I've read. Someone said it was ninety percent chance that he's done for the for the season, and it's looking that way. Yeah. How does that affect him going forward into next season? Does that mean uh, surgery, rest, rehab, and what what? What's involved to get him back to where he needs to be as a player? No, um, Avery needs surgery, and um, so he should have a, a summer full of rehab and should be ready to go next year. Um, what's what's the Ray Allen situation? It's obvious that Ray is struggling out there. You can see him even coming off those screens. Uh, he, Danny, he seems to be like one step slow at times he does a- anyway. I mean, is it a matter of he's just fighting through it? Hey, listen, I mean, Ray Ray is not 100%, um, but he is really gutting it out. Yeah. And last, last night, even though Ray didn't make his shot, um, it was the first time in a while that I actually thought that his shot looked good. And, uh, I mean, he made a couple of, of big threes for us, but last night was the first night that his the rotation, the lift, uh, the arch on the shot, uh, you know, had a chance. I thought he looked much better last night. So I'm hopeful with two two more days off and uh, that we'll see the best array in Game 7. Is this kid Lavoy Allen, do you think he's frustrating KG? Do you think he's muscling him? And, and you know, it seems like since they've moved Allen and put Allen on him a little bit more, it's been a little bit more difficult for KG to move. Well, Allen's a very strong guy, and um, he's very physical. But you know, Elton Brand has started to pick up his game. Uh, you know, as he's gotten healthy, as this series has gone along, he's playing more and more and better and better. And, and um, I think that 
they're double teaming KG. They're coming at him. They're attacking his dribble. Sometimes they're coming before the dribble. Um, but yeah, Lavoy Allen's a strong kid, and and you know with a, at least a half man help, and sometimes you know a complete double team, they, they've made it tough on KG in the post. And um, you know he, it's it's a tough battle for KG to win just in a hand to hand combat. He, KG's better at facing him up and taking him off the dribble and. And they've done a good job of taking that away. Well, I'm sure it's going to be rocking on Saturday. You get the extra day now, which should be a benefit to your team as well. Good luck on Saturday, and we anticipate we'll we'll catch up with you next Thursday. How's that? Great. Good, guys. I'll talk to you later. Talk okay, to you then. Danny, Danny Ainge, president of basketball operations of the Boston Celtics. Uh, graduation, Michael's going to take off. Not you. You're not graduating. You're not, <laughs> I'm not graduating? No, no, you're not graduating. Think, so this is not, no, this this is is not, not for me? You know, uh, but congratulations to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I have I have uh, four nieces and nephews. This is my oldest nephew, and I can't believe he's 18 already. It's not like his dad or something, but I'm really proud of him. He's a bright kid, respectful. Dad. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. Well, good thing. I'm happy for him. Good. Enjoy it. Okay. All right. Hey, I'll Mike, see you tomorrow. Mikey Adams, after a smoke break, will come in and join us here on The Big Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.